What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast. Yeah, with your boy, comedian Mike Goodwin. Let's get this thing started quickly and promptly with the episode that I really like talking about on the road. What? Well, if you are a frequent listener or regular listener, you know that I'm done being on the road as it relates to traveling for comedy until 2024. So I'm, I'm good, which is a blessing. I enjoy. I I enjoy or I have been afforded luxuries in in my career that I would have never imagined maybe some years ago. And even if I talk to some peers, I'm I'm in a position to where I have some cushion. I have not cushion, maybe not the best word. I used to work in education and I'm accustomed. Chris Rock has a joke about when women and men break up. You talk about what you were accustomed to. When I was working at the school, I was accustomed to having my summers off. I was accustomed to having a, a two week break, spring break, Thanksgiving break. There were things that were, cooked into my schedule, even before working, you know, I spent eight years working at an independent school. But before that, I worked at the University of South Carolina for two or three years, probably three years. And I've always been on an academic schedule since I've gotten out of the military. Now, in the military, you're on the Uncle Sam schedule. I don't know what schedule that is, but since I've been in um, professional life, I've worked in academia. I've worked in higher education. I've worked in secondary ed. And I've had things baked into the schedule by virtue of the job that I had. And people would always tell me about, oh, you, you know, you get your little two weeks. People would be very frustrated with my schedule. But nobody was frustrated with my pay. Nobody ever had anything to say about the pay. They just were talking about the time off they over here making six and seven figures and i'm trying to get the five well i'm making five but was making five everybody has something to say everybody got something to say you learn that in life man people are gonna talk man they don't don't let it affect you it, it don't matter what you do you work at a school not making a lot of money people got something to say you're making you getting a lot of money people got something to say you're not working People got something to say. You got three jobs. People got something to say. Well, I got something to say. That's why I got a podcast. Before I got all down this this road, I'm accustomed to having these these built-in breaks. And since I'm of the entrepreneurial track now, is I work in the if you don't kill it, you don't eat it, right? And you really are dictated heavily by the opportunities that come your way, whether someone calls you and, and tries to book you or you create opportunities. I've done a few of those myself. So I've, I've, I've created um, some opportunities for myself, shows that I booked and they have, they've went well. So in saying all of that, 
it's a blessing for me to come to the end of 2023 and and have the ability to say, yeah, I'm not traveling for the rest of the year. But even though I'm not traveling for work, I'm still traveling. Or there's still some conversations that I need to have about the travels that I have had. So that's what I'm gonna talk about a little bit on the on the on the road segment. One of the things I'm gonna talk about, if I'm on the road, this happened to me when I was in Ohio. I spent three days in Ohio. I talked about this in Amish country. I did a Friday, Saturday, and a Monday show. Sunday was my day. Sunday was where I was going to spend time recouping, reevaluating, you know, re- decompressing, whatever the case may be. But inevitably, inevitably, whenever you're on the road and somebody gets close to you, people want to invite you to church. Hey, if I'm on the road and uh, I'm in the hotel on Sunday, don't invite me to church. I done been to plenty of church. <laughs> and I, I know this doesn't sound. This isn't what people typically would deem to be appropriate. Man, don't invite me to church, man. Don't invite me to church. Invite me to dinner. Matter of fact, the guy that invited me to church, he said, I'll take you to lunch, but you got to come to church. Just, just let's meet for lunch. You have a wonderful church service. I'll get to lunch, and we enjoy lunch. Why you got to connect lunch to church? It's like you got to give me a reward for coming to church. The reward is church. The reward is hearing a good message, being in the fellowship of the saints, all the things that are connected with attending a church or attending church services. And I, and I get it. I get it in, in regards to, man, you want you to come to my church. You know, the way we do church, man, is just a blessing to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting and hopeful that it'll be a blessing to you. Um, but if folks are on the road, Working now. If I'm on the road for three weeks, yeah, invite me to church. I need to be in somebody's church. But if I'm on the road for three days, ah, I think I'm gonna miss this one. I'm gonna miss this one because and our church is virtual too. I can get online and watch my church. Nah, I was straight cool. So I don't know. How do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about that? When you go on vacation, do you go to church? When you go on a a, a conference where you happen to be? on the conference until Monday. So let's say you're at a conference from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you return home on Monday. Do you go to church? Are you a faithful church attendance when you're outside of your area code, your zip code that you reside in? My good one is it now I, what I will do. And I've done this and I, and I I have no problem doing this. Let's say a, 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 a church brings me in for a church, uh, an event. Um, I've been, I can think like, well, I was invited to a church in Greenville. That's about two hours from me. And in this particular instance, I was traveling. So I had a, an event Friday night in Charlotte. I had an event Saturday in Greenville. And then I was going to stay in Greenville to the, do the Sunday evening event for their volunteers that Sunday evening. Well, since I was in Greenville already, I don't know if the church got a hotel or I just stayed in the hotel that I was at. 
and I was going to be in that hotel. And then after I finished the event in Greenville that night, I was going home. So in that instance, if I'm in the city and I'm doing an event at your church that evening, yeah, I'm going to come to church service that morning. And let's say we have a, you know, you have a six o'clock um, um, event that I'm doing. Yeah, I'm going to come check out your church. Like you've hired me. I'm going to come to the church service. Now, that's not inviting me to the church. I mean, that just, just, just that's where I'm going to be now. If I do a church service, let's say I do a Saturday night event for you, and then you're like, hey, tomorrow morning you can come. To no. Nah, I'm on my way home. Even I've, I've had that happen before. I've had, I, I remember doing, it's been, it's been a number of years. I don't do this anymore. There used to be a time where you could book me easily, like, those days aren't, I mean, I ain't going to say it's easy, but, it, you know, it's, it's a substantial financial commitment. And you probably need to get dates in because, I, you know, I get my, 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 my schedule is pretty demanding. So it's not, it's not a given that that date's going to be open that you may want me for. But I, I remember I did a Saturday night event for this pastor, probably did like pastor's wife's birthday, and it was in Georgia. And I didn't really have any plans. I, you know, I did the Saturday night, but it was far enough for me to stay the night and leave in the morning. And a pastor approached me, like, "What you got going on in the morning? Because I got to get you my service. I got to get you my. I shouldn't have went to the service. I could. I shouldn't have went. But that, those are the days. I've, I've had. I've agreed in my in, in times past. One of the quickest ways to get me to say yes is to ask me to do something after I just finished an event. Oh man, I'm so vulnerable. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we can figure it out. We can make it. Like, like now, I'm just like, hey, let, here's my number. Call my guy. We, we, if we can work it out, we can work it out. But I used to be, yeah, yeah, committing for something the next day. So in those instances, yeah, I'll come to someone's service. But man, I'm typically trying to get back home. Or if I'm just there for the sun, I'm trying to chill, man. I ain't trying to get dressed. I mean, I got on gym clothes. Now, you probably wouldn't have a problem with me coming to your church with gym clothes. And I wouldn't have a problem going to people's gym, church and gym clothes. But I man, I don't know. I might be different. I might be an undercover heathen. But me out here inviting me to church. The other thing, from being on the road, I was recently, you know, I got a, a membership. I have a few gyms. I got a few gyms out here in these streets. Like I used to be the dude that would get a membership at the cheapest gym. Like I, 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 it didn't, I didn't care about the amenities. I didn't care about, uh, you know, 24 hour. I didn't care about what equipment. If I felt like, Oh, this is a good gym. I, I can work out here. I can get some stuff done. I'll pay you a little $22 a month or $10 or 50. Like, I mean, I'm just back in the day with probably gym memberships monthly at the max were probably $18, something like that. Well, since then I've had a number of memberships. I've been a part of some pretty pricey uh, fitness experiences. And now I'm not going to those places. So I'm not in these, uh, these monthly contracts where on average, you know, you can, you know, if you're working out at these boutique fitness places, you could pay $180 a month 
for the workout, I'm not doing that. I don't do that anymore. I'm probably at the $20 a month. But since I'm paying $20 a month, I'm like, hey, I can have a few gyms. So I got a couple of gyms out here. I got I got three gyms. And I'm, I'm going to let one go. But I got three. And I've been kind of dragging my feet because it's $20 a month. And they did bump it up a little bit. I saw because they were taking out $9.99. I saw they just took out $12.99. And I need to cut them off. I need to cut them off. But I do have a gym that I I visit when I'm in town. Then I have another gym, the Planet Fitness. Because Planet Fitness, you have access. If you play the premium calls, you can go to all the Planet Fitnesses in the country. So when I'm on the road, most times the hotel gyms are fine. But... You know, I like going to the gym, gym. I like getting out of the hotel. I like going to the gym, gym, right? Well, I recently was at the gym, gym in, in, in Charlotte. And you scan in. And again, I have the, the access to go to multiple gyms. But the guy asked me for my ID. And I'm like, bruh, come on, man. You gatekeeping workouts? Yo, even if I was like shot my boy, my Planet Fitness, like, hey, bro, you and Charlotte, go get a workout. Planet Fitness, y'all should let that slide, bro. Like, <laughs> now, if somebody doing some kind of scamming situation where you done seen this same, this same ID or this same same membership number five times in one day. Seven times, different times in one week, like that kind of thing. Yeah, call people out, but man, go check my ID because you trying to make sure this membership. Call- hey, man, I just come on, man. Let people live, man. Let people. Who, like, it's the same thing where I think my buddy John Chris has a joke about when you try to pay your parking ticket online and they ask you to like verify as you like who is out here just paying people's parking tickets on the road, baby. Another thing I'm going to talk about, I'm not going to talk about this episode, but I'm talking about the probate experience that I'm having. Cause my father, as you know, my father passed and we got to talk about this probate situation. It is wild. It's wild. It's not, it's very cumbersome. And I don't know if this is just my, City, my hometown where I grew up, maybe it's different. Or maybe it's just government bureaucracy. Like, it's just red tape. But I don't like it. And I'm going to talk about it. Now, I also want to, I talked about this last week. This segment, I wanted to I wanted to promote this segment is the new segment. What are you reading? I want to know what you're reading out there. Send me some suggestions. I just got finished reading The Art of Learning by Josh Waiskin. Basically, this is a book about high performance. It's very, very uh, impactful. Josh, if you are a fan of chess, he was the young guy that was highlighted or his story was told in Searching of Bobby Fischer. Chess prodigy, grandmaster, worked his way up from a very early age to the higher echelons. Of of chess chestery, chess mastery, right? But then he got involved with I don't know if it's martial arts, but it was some form of uh, 
martial arts called push hands and he became an elite competitor in push hands and he's just talking about how he systemized learning how he systemized learning because chess is such a game around memorization and and how do you how do you strategize and, and practice so it's a very excellent book and high performance the, it's the subtitle is the inner journey to optimal performance the art of learning two thumbs up i would highly recommend y'all take a look at that if you have any book uh suggestions that you want to send my way i would love to check them out i'm currently reading the book now uh hopefully i'll be finished with it soon so i can highlight it in the next episode of what you learn what you're reading we're gonna do probably do that at least once a month find out what you're reading out here in these streets because readers are leaders and if you're not leading you're retreating i didn't mean to say that everyone's leading everyone's leading at the minimum their own life so if you have any great suggestions send them my way i would love to hear what you're reading out there in the bowtie comedy listener streets but the moment we've all been waiting for is the best advice ever and today's best advice ever is similar something similar i've said and i say things that are probably similar or parallel to things i've said before but today's best advice is let your results do the talking let your results do the talking i think sometimes in life we get full on appetizers. What I mean about that is you go to a restaurant, especially the nicer restaurants, steakhouses and chop house and places that you got to get reservation. You might valet your car. You know, they got live music playing. They have a bar with a particular dress code for the wait staff. You know, you, you, you're talking about high cotton situation. And you go and you sit at the table and they bring you this wonderful water and they bring you breads, cheeses. And before you know it, you're just chomping away. Then you might get a couple of uh, appetizers and and they're a, a health, a hearty portion. You know, they're not little, little quick hitters. It's, it's, you know, you order the meatballs and maybe the calamari the bang, bang shrimp, you know, and by the time you ate appetizers and the bread and drunk the water, you full. You are full off the appetizer. You didn't even get to the main course. You didn't get to the entree. And I feel like that happens if you're out here telling people what you're going to accomplish before you accomplish it. I mean, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to go on a national tour sell out shows let me get my real estate license i'm applying to dental school and all of those things are great i would suggest that you have those goals and aspirations that you have people that you're accountable to that you are sharing these things with but i would encourage you to keep it minimum for the vast majority of people let your results do the talking let people talk with oh man i saw you got your real estate license when'd you do that oh yeah man man you're looking slim how much you lost some weight like let your results do the talking i think too many times too often we do the talking 
and don't do the doing. I do this. Uh, I do this thing in my keynote where I talk about you got to do the work. You know, we live, especially with social media. Social media, you can get on social media and be like, "Man, I'm about to get started writing my book. Here's the cover. I've done this. Here's the cover of my book." People are like, "Woo! Can't wait to get it. It's gonna be awesome. What do you pre-order?" Brian, I, I man, I done been writing pages. Book not done. I done hired multiple coaches. Still no book. To talk to a uh, a book agent. No book. Man, let the results. Let the results do the talking. And I, I'm saying this from a person that was in that's in entertainment. Uh, I don't I don't often reflect and think about this, but really until 20. 19, I had done a lot of work, but I didn't have very many credits. I started doing stand-up 2005. I started getting, like, real credits in 2019. Drybar Comedy was maybe my first official. Now, I had some things. I was on TBN. I was on... um, I was on... The Word Network. You know, I had some some stuff. I had done a USO Germany tour, but like I didn't have America's Got Talent. I didn't have Dry Bar. I didn't have the Today Show. I didn't have those big dog credits, Sirius XM Radio. I, I didn't have those because my results wasn't doing the talking. I was doing the talking. And what I mean is, when I got started doing stand-up, I had a lot of opportunities where I taped. BET had a comic, like a gospel comic view. I taped it. I, I went through the auditions. I was called back to be informed that I made the live show. I went to Atlanta, recorded the segment, murdered, did a great job. I got a check from BET. I got paid. I took pictures with other comedians that were taping for this show. It was incredible. Vicky Winans was the host, and it never aired. <laughs> and I was telling people, yo, I just taped Comic View. BET got a, a gospel Comic View. I'm telling the people at the barbershop. I'm telling family members. And folks are asking, hey, man, when's your show coming out? And I'm looking at the email. I'm asking other comedians I knew that have taped it too. Hey, you heard anything? What's the word? And ultimately it got shelved. It got canned. It did not air. And I'm not going to say I was standing with power on my face because there's no pie, but I'm doing all this talking about things that I should have just let the results. That that happened. BT. I taped for uh, Orange Bird. I did, I did a, a comedian, a good friend of mine. Tape this special in Orangeburg. Makeup. Soul tickets. Beautiful facility. I think it's the Stevenson Auditorium, if I'm not mistaken. First official recording, like a big deal recording. Never aired. <laughs> Never saw the footage. That happened time and time and time. Nephew Tommy, nephew Tommy, met nephew Tommy at uh, an event for for Mayor Steve Benjamin. I, I was on the show 
Nephew Tommy was impressed. Told the crowd, oh, I'm going to get this guy. Fly him all over the country. Get him all all these places. And he did. He flew me to Oakland, California, where we we taped, recorded this thing called Uncontrolled Comedy. Never aired. Never aired. Now, I think if you look at the IDMB or uh, I don't, don't, I'm I'm actually, I'm not even in the, the, the entertainment vernacular i don't even know the entertainment vernacular but you can go and look and see the the product projects that people did i don't even have the i m b d credit and i i taped it so let your results do the talking man let your results do the talking that's my best advice of the day from the mind of mike had something interesting wanted to share and think about Big, big basketball fan. If y'all y'all know anything about me, you know I love basketball. And one of the most talked about topics, persons in basketball right now is a man by the name of Draymond Green. Draymond gave the gift that keeps on giving, these hands. But what is interesting, Draymond has been on a streak, on a run of violence. He's been choosing violence. Draymond just choked out a fellow basketball player, Rudy Gobert, a few weeks ago. Now he got suspended by like this cold cocking. It was just like this 180 karate chop to the throat. <laughs> and he's it's suspended indefinitely. But what, what stood out to me is the, the fact that his last name is Green. I know a lot of Greens. And you know what the Greens don't have a problem with doing? Giving you these hands. I'm talking about you can go through the history of Green. You got Al Green. I think he got a pot of grits thrown on him because somebody must have given somebody some hands. A.C. Green, my brother, my buddy of mine just mentioned A.C. Green was a 40-year-old version. He was giving somebody some hands. <laughs> Mitch Green. Mitch Green was the boxer that got beat up on the street by Mike Tyson. Hands. Mean Joe Green. Hey, what they about them greens, man? <laughs> they don't mind giving somebody those hands. So I don't know what's going on with uh with Draymond. I did go back and look at the box score and uh Jokovic or you whoever the, the guy that was he 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 chopped his throat. Jokovic. Um and maybe I'm confusing him for the guy that's in the Nuggets. But he has 17. That, is, that was not necessarily cooking Draymond, but, you know, that's not the guy you expect to have 17. Now, Draymond say the guy was pulling his shorts, but I think, hey, man, that guy gave him 17, which he typically probably only give people eight. When you get 17, your teammates probably talking trash about you. Say, hey, man. You letting that dude off the bench light you up like a Christmas tree, man. You need, you need to play some defense. You know, things are bad when somebody go tell you they'll guard the man you guard. Let me get him. Draymond Lane, you ain't getting nobody. I got him. Well, guard him then because he got 17. <laughs> Draymond, like, I'm putting into all of that. But, yeah, the Green family, man, I, maybe I know some Greens. I grew up with Green. It's a bunch of them. So you're not just going to fight one of them. You're going to fight a whole heap of greens. You're going to fight collard greens, cash green, cash money green. <laughs> Get these hands is the family slogan.
for the greens. That's all I'm trying to say. That's from the mind of Mike. Man, thank y'all again for another episode of listening to the Best Advice Ever podcast. Man, please rate, subscribe, let people know. I hope this is beneficial, enjoyable. Uh, what you're not going to do is not get on my web page or my website, MikeGoodwin.com, and find out about the Big Dad Energy Tour. I got a, a date in Tampa, January the 6th. They got me on the junior varsity, junior varsity time, though. I'm at 4 o'clock. Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock. You got to sell tickets, then they'll put you on big boy times, 7 o'clock on Fridays and Saturdays. But before then, they put you like at 4 o'clock on a Saturday before the big show. You're over at the kids' table at the kiddie pool. See if you can swim before you put you on the big pool. So you get shows like Saturday at 4 o'clock or they put you on Sunday brunch <laughs> you don't know if you can sell these tickets I, I believe i can sell tickets because people listen to the podcast people come out and enjoy shows people follow me on social media and i would love for you to come to the big dad energy tampa is the next city but i'll be in marietta georgia i'm gonna be in kansas city in february i will be in toledo ohio all the places it's on my website and i'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more in the future but this has been an episode of the best advice ever podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. I can't wait to uh, check in with you next week. Same bat channel, same bat place. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate it. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>